The Trinity Center for Spiritual Living appreciates your selecting our podcast service as a part of your spiritual journey. The TCSL podcast has over 1,000 downloads a month worldwide by individuals just like you seeking to expand their spiritual magnificence. To express your gratitude and donate for the good you hear and the growth you experience from our lesson, visit our website at trinitycenteratlanta.org forward slash donate. As you donate, affirm, my offering affirms my commitment and my willingness to be an inlet and an outlet for the abundant good and energy of divine spirit. Please enjoy the latest podcast from the Trinity Center for Spiritual Living. Which is, uh, who am I? Now, Donna was, you know, she, I guess she wanted to wear up and pull that stuff from my webpage about uh, my bow, okay? And the title of the TV show is Who Am I? All right? And so, you know, Donna just read some of the stuff that, you know, stuff you put on your resume, you know, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. You know, you want to pump it up. You put the good stuff on there. You don't put the bad stuff, okay? <laughs> so that's some of the good stuff. So that talks about who am I? All right. Now, I want to look at that question a little differently, this who am I? And I want to augment it to who am I with some other questions, because I like to ask questions. I grew up in a family where we used to sit around a dinner table, and I used to ask questions, and my sister Joan and my brother Bobby and my older sister Joan, they used to get mad at me because I would read the Bible, and they would say, you know, shut up, you know. I'll ask, who was Moses or something like that, you know. So I like to ask questions. And the questions I want to augment with, who am I? I want to augment the questions with, what am I? Okay. Why am I? Okay. And how do I think I am here and what to do? Okay. So I want you to come with me on this journey when I ask who, what, why, and how. And you're going, you know, your mind's going to take you to your place anyway. So think about your life. You know, you call yourself, you know, Lydia or Diana or whoever you call yourself, okay? Names that your parents probably gave you, okay? But let's see if we can get a little deeper into that question. So I can start with saying, you know, I just told you I'm from Alabama. I you know, grew up in uh, actually not Huntsville, Normal, which is right outside of uh, Huntsville. And um, when I was growing up, I wanted to be a basketball player. Okay, now, I'm of the generation where, you know, the LeBron James of our day was Oscar Robinson. Now, if some of you may, my generation, you might remember Oscar Robinson. They called him the big O. And I thought who I was, I was going to be Oscar Robinson, a professional basketball player. Little short me, 5'9", okay? And anyway, so I wanted to be a basketball player. So I thought I was going to be a basketball player. Then I went to Morehouse, and I wanted to be a minister. And, you know, folks in Huntsville said, the boy got a calling. You know, the Lord talked to him, you know, and all that stuff, you know. And so I thought I was going to be a minister. You know, I went on Spelman and found out I wanted something else, too. But uh, anyway, we won't go there. <laughs> we won't go there, all right? So by, I wanted to be a minister. Then I changed my major. And I realized I wanted to be a psychologist, okay? I became interested in the mind. So then who now was transposing more into the what. So no longer was I just Alan, the son of Robert and Ruth Carter, okay? Now I had a what. I'm going to be a psychologist, okay? Somebody who is interested in the mind. So I went off to Columbia, you know, and got a PhD in, in clinical psych. And I thought, so, okay, 
And this was in the you know, early 70s, you know, power to the people, you know, all that stuff, okay? And so anyway, you know, we were going to change the world. And I thought that who, Alan Carter, what a psychologist, and why I was going to change the world. We're going to change the world, okay? This was in the 70s. Dr. King had been killed. You know, Bobby Kennedy had been killed. You know, the Vietnam War and all that stuff, okay? For those of you who are in my generation, this shouldn't be too foreign to you, okay? Anyway, so we're going, I had the who, I had the what, and I thought I had the why, okay? I was going to help others, okay? But after a while, you know, living in San Francisco and so forth and realizing that wasn't it. Something was missing. I was empty. And it's kind of like the mind would bring you to that, okay? It's kind of like, well, just a couple of weeks ago, we had, you know, Anthony Bourdain and Kate Spade, and then I was watching uh, uh, one of those TV channels about the history of Robin Williams, okay? It had money, it had fame, it had success. You know, Jim Carrey had a, a, made a very profound statement. You all know the Jim Carrey, the, you know, the actor. He said, I wish everybody could have all the money that they wish all the fame that they wish, all the sex that they wish, and then they have it all, and then they realize it was nothing. Jim Carrey said that. You know, the comedian with the funny face, make all those funny faces, you know. Well, that's why I think Anthony Bourdain and Kate Spade and them ran into. Because they ran into where the mind limits you. And that's the purpose of the mind, is to make sure that there's limitation. Okay, and then, you know, they said, you know, you, they brought on TV a bunch of psychologists and other shrinks who said that they were, you know, depressed. Okay, but the funny thing about depression, which is really one of the things I wrote my dissertation on, and my mama died of it, matter of fact, okay, yeah, and I was having, you know, at that time, I was experiencing a lot of suicidal thoughts, you know, you know yeah, a shrink, okay, <laughs> y'all know we're crazy anyway, all right. <laughs> Anyway, so, you know, I, you know, but the thing is, you know, the mind will bring you to that because it's limited, all right? So what was my purpose? You know, it was, I thought it was to help others, my who, what, and why, okay? So I began to look at that, you know, why, 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 why? And so I thought about it. I was raised, like most of you, I was raised in a traditional Christian church. I was raised Methodist. When I went to New York, I was you know, a guy in Baptist in Y.T. Walker's church, Canaan Baptist Church in, uh, in, in Harlem, 137 Covenant, right, Leonard? Right, you know. Anyway, so uh, I, I was looking for, you know, this why, and then I thought about Jesus, you know. And, you know, whatever you may think about Jesus, you know, some people think that, you know, he was the son of God or whatever. Okay, you can believe whatever you want to believe. But clearly you cannot deny that he was a wise man. Okay, and he was looking at some places that most people don't look at. Okay, and supposedly, according to the Bible, he came out with these two commandments. All right, and y'all familiar with them? Like he said, the first commandment is what? Come on, love thy Lord God God with all the heart, soul, and mind and strength. Right? Hey, Grandmama taught y'all well, didn't she? <laughs> yeah, love the Lord thy God. Now there are two key words in there. God and love, okay? And Diana was talking in the meditation uh, this morning. It's beautiful meditation, Diana. Uh, I saw that you were coming from your heart. You didn't have any cards or anything. That was straight from your heart. That's beautiful. 
Anyway, so love, love. Now, Smokey Robinson likes to talk about love, all right? Ooh, baby, baby, all right? Now, we all been with Smokey, where Smokey, I mean, yes, feels good for a while, right? Smokey can make us feel good, all right? But we also know Smokey Robinson turns into Jerry Springer, okay? <laughs> so Jesus wasn't talking about Smokey Robinson love, all right? So you got to say, you know, well, what, what is love? Well, supposedly Jesus said God is love, all right? So now you got God hooked up with love, all right? So now you got to ask, and you got to ask the most important question you can ever ask in life. Hear me now, all right? And that question is, what is God? Now, everybody knows about God. Ask Grandma, all right? She said, oh, you know, the Lord and the Bible and all that. Okay, Grandma, all right? Or you can ask a Muslim. He'll say, it's Allah, okay? Or whatever. Okay, that's, that's all right, all right? But until you take that journey yourself, until you ask yourself, not what grandmama told you, your mama, your daddy, the preacher, the teacher, or the psychologist, or whoever, all right, that you go in and say, now, what is God, all right? Now you're getting serious. Now you're getting profound, all right? So, so Jesus said, God, love the Lord thy God. Now, why should I do that? Getting back to that question again, why, all right? Well, God, whatever you want to call it, all right, has to be the source. And everything has to have a source, all right? The source is the premise, the foundation. And everything has this source called truth, all right? Now, when I say truth, I don't mean my truth or your truth, Diana, okay, or, you know, your grandmama's truth. What is that truth? And, you know, you get philosophy, you know, and I had to take a whole year of philosophy more hours. You know, Plato and Socrates and all those heavyweight boys. You know, and they were going after, you know, what is truth, okay? So, one thing you got to know about truth is it has to be changeless. And it has to be eternal, okay? So, that, when you say what is God, you're asking what is truth, and you're asking what is love, and so you're really asking what is eternal, Okay, and what is changeless? Okay, that has to be the source. Okay, that has to be the premise. Now, well, what is that? What? Going back to some questions again. What, why, who, how? Okay, so what is that? What is that's changeless and eternal? Infinity. All right, now, Stephen Hawkins died a few months ago. Okay, you know, scientists, you know, he had ALS disease which is uh, the disease my brother died of two months ago, you know, Lou Gehrig's disease, okay? Very crippling disease. Anyway, um, he was going after from his, since he was a physicist, you know, he was going after from a scientific point of view. And he came out, you know, he was an expert on black holes, you know, and Big Bang and so forth. But he was limited, okay? See, the thing is, every science is limited, but everybody's limited if you... You go and, and science is limited, religion is limited, psychology is limited. I don't care because it comes out of the human mind. So this existence, everything has to exist. Existence must be truth. Existence must be God. The amness, the isness, that must be it. When Jesus says, love the Lord thy God, 
He's saying love the source. The source must be infinity, and infinity is existence. Okay? Now, follow me now. Okay? Now, what is it that you know for sure? I mean, that is absolute. That you know for sure that exists. Who? I! I exist! Okay? I am that I am. Thank you, Moses. Okay? <laughs> that is absolute. You cannot say I am not and be truthful. Okay? So, loving the Lord thy God is loving what? I. Now, oh, so I'm the source. Oh, wait a minute now. <laughs> Mama and Grandmama taught me that, you know, that God up in the sky, you know, the old man with the beard, you know, Michelangelo drew a picture of him. You know, that was actually his uncle. Who served. I mean, really, <laughs> that was his uncle, all right? <laughs> you know, the Sistine Chapel, you know, that kind of thing. Or that was his uncle, okay? And he was a man, of course. Everybody knows God's a man. You know, he plays basketball, you know, football. God likes football, you know, all that kind of stuff. He didn't like the Falcons when we played the Patriots. Say, <laughs> <laughs> God, why don't you wake up and why couldn't we beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl? But anyway, so the source, the source is God, love, truth, all right? Now, this existence, this I am. All right. Jesus says, suppose that I and the Father are one. Hmm. Father Eve is referring to God. You know, that was a sort of patriarchal society. So we had to make God, again, the male image. Okay. What they thought male was about. He also said, no one comes to the Father except through me. I. So how do I get to God? Well, I got to find out who I am. I have to find out who I am. Am I this source? All of major philosophers and all the major religions basically have one point. And they say, know thyself. Y'all remember the Matrix? Yeah, y'all see the Matrix, one of the best movies uh, that I think came out. Okay, right, Leonard? Yeah. Um, you know, that was uh, um, you know, when, when uh, Neo came into the Oracle in the kitchen, remember she was a black woman who was baking cookies, okay? And she pointed to a sign on her kitchen wall, and it said what? Know thyself, okay? Who is this I that is the source, okay? But when I look at Alan Carter, <coughs> this I I call this who, who thinks he is a psychologist or what, okay? And says, okay, am I the source? Well, let's look at that. Okay, because, you know, <laughs> well, uh, my folks here on the show, they know my sister Joan. Joan could tell you that Alan, she calls him Billy, ain't the source. Because <laughs> <Okay>? <laughs> Alan identifies with a body. All right, a body that came out of a woman I call my mother, Ruth Carter. Okay, everybody, that's what the mind has to do. It has to say you are a body, all right, in time and space. That is the basic program of the human mind. They didn't teach me this at Columbia. Okay, they taught me Freud, you know, Skinner and all that crap. Okay, uh, that's all right. I mean, I use it in my office every day, you know. I got to make some money, you know. <laughs> all right, but anyway, uh, the point is, 
you know, I'm looking at this, this I, okay, that identifies with a body and says this is who and what I am, okay? And I got to have a purpose. Now, Jesus supposedly says, i give you a purpose. You looking for a purpose? All right, I'll give you one. Let's go to the second commandment. What does the second commandment say? Love thy neighbor as thyself. Okay? Love thy neighbor. See, now, if when the human mind is set up on a principle called duality, okay, there's a me and there's a you. And my senses will verify that. Okay? I open my eyes. I as a me who's identified with a body. And there's a world external to me. Okay? Every human has that as a premise. Okay? That's the basis of the human mind. All right? Well, okay, so let's go with that. All right? Since that's what Alan Carter's going to think anyway. <laughs> okay? I mean, old Descartes said, well, I think, therefore I am. Oh, yeah, okay, Descartes. I mean, you were a brilliant, you know, mathematician and philosopher. But Descartes, he should have been in your church, Reverend Tony. <laughs> you could have taught Descartes something, okay? Uh, I'm serious about that because they didn't realize certain things, okay? I think Socrates was getting to it, okay? But I won't go through all of that, all right? But loving our neighbor as ourself, this thing called I see another, that there's something called a not me. Well, that's my purpose. Now! Kate Spade, Anthony Bourdain, you know, if you could have realized really what those two commandments are about, okay? Because I'm going to always see something called a not me, all right? I can see, you know, Hitler if I'm a Jewish person, and I can call him evil. Um, I grew up in, you know, Jim Crow, Alabama, in Huntsville, where we had segregated schools, all right? And I could say, and the Klan would run by, and then you had white and colored signs. And I could say, you know, look at the Klan, all right? The Grand Dragon of the Klan. Or today I can look at Donald Trump. <laughs> all right? Uh, well, we won't go there, all right? <laughs> but I see somebody, and I say, I'm definitely not that. I'm not that, Okay? Now I have separated myself from the other. And Jesus' commandment of love thy neighbor as thyself, then wait a minute, how do I reconcile seeing the grand dragon of the clan? Okay? Or seeing, you know, Hitler. Or seeing Donald Trump. Okay? <laughs> He's entertaining. That's, you can give him that credit, all right? He is entertaining, all right? You know, I don't think Melania is entertained too much, but, but anyway, I won't go there. <laughs> you, know, you saw that jacket she had on, right? <laughs> anyway, but I mean, but see, the thing is, I have to look at this thing called a relationship, all right? Because I'm always in relationship. I'm in relationship with Ruth Carter, my mother, even though she's dead. I'm in relationship with Robert Carter. My father, although he's been dead since I was a freshman at Morehouse, okay? They are, in psychology, there are all kinds of theories. I taught theories of personality nine years. There's a theory where you internalize your parents, okay? And that these internalized, they call them logics, 
are part of who you are. Old Freud tried to get there, and, and Carl Jung and those boys tried to get there, but they didn't quite understand how the mind works. Okay? Jesus did. Buddha did. Buddha, Buddhism is a really much more uh, psychologically oriented religion than the Christianity that we were taught. But it's this other, this relationship, this one that I see is separate. And if I am to love that neighbor, that separate one as myself, I got to go to my mind, okay, and go within. Always go within because my mind works on the principle. And old Freud was right, you know, that, you know, he said you got ego defense mechanisms. He laid out a bunch of them. But, you know, two of them were really important, but three really. First one is repression. You forget, okay, what is really going on in your mind. He says what's going on in my mind is I want to have sex with my mama. Ah, Freud. No. <laughs> oh, Freud, come on. Did y'all know? Let me tell you a little secret about Freud. <laughs> did you know that he committed suicide? Yeah. You, did, you knew that, young lady? Yeah, uh-huh. He had throat cancer because he smoked cigars, you know, those phallic symbols, you know, all the time. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I'm Freudian. I mean, at Columbia, that's all they told us was Freud mainly, Okay. But anyway, uh, he had throat cancer, and what happened was after he escaped from Vienna because of Hitler going to, and he went to England, his cancer got so bad that he basically told his buddy, give me some, you know, he did a Dr. Kevorkian. Okay, that's what Freud did. But anyway, uh, just a little side note there for you, okay? But this whole thing, uh, this neighbor, this who I, be it somebody who you have a relationship that's positive, you know, are negative, be it, you know, the clan or whoever, all right? It's projection. Like old Freud was trying to say, it, it's you uh, projected outward. Oh, uh, oh, Carl Jung had a thing called, when he was trying to look at the mind, he had a thing called that there's a part of you that he called a shadow, okay? And a shadow is that part of you which represents evil. Now, I don't want to think that I'm like Donald Trump. I can laugh at him, call him a fool or whatever, okay? Some people call him, you know, the best thing since, you know, sliced bread, okay? But the point is that there is within me all of this, and I don't want to see it, and I project it out. So Donald Trump or Hitler or the Grand Dragon of the Klan, they're just me. They are just mental thoughts that I have about me that I don't want to recognize, and I put it out there. You can't understand anything about your life until you understand projection. And I'm going to follow them where old Freud went. Okay? And if Jesus is saying, he said, bring it back in, reel it back in, all right? Loving thy neighbor. Don't project, okay, that who that neighbor is. I would like to say, you know, oh, I love Dr. King or Gandhi. Oh, yes. Yeah, I would like to be like Dr. King, Moab's man, Okay? Or uh, Gandhi, man of peace, okay? But I don't want to look at it and see, am I like Hitler or Donald Trump or whatever, okay? Oh, I hope they are Trump supporters here. <laughs> you know, throw tomatoes at me or something, okay? But anyway, you know, uh, I don't think they are probably in, your, in this congregation, I would imagine, Roman Tony. <laughs> I don't know. All right, any tomatoes coming this way? <laughs> um, anyway, but this, looking at this other, this neighbor, okay, and can I see that loving that neighbor, be it a Hitler or somebody I despise, a Donald Trump or 
whoever. Okay? Can I see that that's really me? Alan Carter can't do that. Okay? Because my mind got to have out there, and I got to have somebody out there who done me wrong. Did me wrong? Done me wrong? Whatever. Okay? Who I feel like there's a violation. So Alan Carter can't do that. That's why I got to go back to the first commandment. Loving the Lord thy God. What? To know who I truly am. I'm not truly Alan Carter. Okay? Who am I? And you can't tell me that Jesus didn't ask that question. We know Buddha did. All right, Sadatha. Okay? And what, why can't you and I do the same thing that Jesus and Sadatha or Buddha did? Allow Zhu. What's to stop me? Only a thought. Okay, so when I real, you know, bring it back in and go back to the first commandment of loving the God, in other words, knowing myself, then I can look out there and I can see who you truly are. I can see that you are me, a part of me that I don't want to accept. I can see that Donald Trump is a part of me that I don't want to accept. And that's hard, y'all. Okay? I mean, I'm watching CNN and looking at Trump. You know, that's hard. Okay? But I have to if I am to love the Lord and God ain't out there. Okay? It is loving that divine me. All right? And seeing that if I am divine, I am not separate from Donald Trump, Hitler, or the Grand Dragon of the Klan. Get it? Okay? So, this is really what I'm all about. This is what you're all about because you came here today and you're part of this congregation. You're looking. You're asking questions. You don't want to just settle with what the rest of the world thinks. Okay? You, you are explorers. You are adventurers. You are willing to step out beyond the norm and not let anybody define you. And that is where your purpose is, to keep going deeper. Don't accept anybody's limitation, Kate Spade and Anthony Bourdain. Don't accept those limitations your mind will give you. You're listening to Satan. Satan means that is the opposite of love. Accept that what you are and know that you are divine. Know that you are that love that Jesus says, that, that peace that passes understanding. That's who you are. I look at you today. You are giving me this, this opportunity to know that. I, when I came in here today, I was feeling somewhat anxious, you know, speaking before a group of people I didn't know. But I felt a certain, you know, atmosphere here. I said, you know, this is nice. Reverend Tony came up to me and came up to me very warmly and, you know, basically, you know, made me feel welcome. And then I just, you know, went through your ceremony, felt very welcome. And I said, this crazy mind of mine wanted to make me feel anxious and insecure. That's crazy. Okay. So you're giving me an opportunity today for me to go back into Jesus' two commandments to know that who you are is me. And once I realize there's no difference between you and me, I'm loving the Lord thy God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you again for selecting the Trinity Center for Spiritual Living podcast for your spiritual journey and for the expression of your generosity at trinitycenteratlanta.org forward slash donate.